0: Good afternoon, everybody. I want to begin by welcoming everyone here to Chapel Christ the King, on the campus of Franciscan University. In a particular way, family and friends, those who have come out of town, and all of our clergy, priests, and deacons. For those who don't know me, my name is Father Bryce Sibley. I'm a priest of the Diocese of Lafayette, although I'm currently serving in New Orleans. And for the past four or so years, I've been Lily's spiritual director and gotten to know Nikki. And it is just the greatest joy and the greatest honor to be able to be here for you and with you today with all of these people who love you so much. Um, The gospel that you chose is one that is not always chosen for weddings. I'm not expecting Lily to do things that people would normally do. (laughs) And so I'm not going to give the homily you normally expect me to give about this gospel because what does it say? The rains fell, the floods came, the winds battered and the house fell down because it was not built on solid rock. But the house that is built on solid rock will sustain the rain, the winds, and the flood. And so normally, you would think, the reason this passage is applied here is because of the importance for a couple to be married in Christ, that you are building your life together, building this foundation, building the sacrament on the rock of Jesus, the rock of his love for the church, It's a sign of the indissolubility and the strength of marriage built on Christ. But I want to challenge that interpretation. I'm not going to deny that it's valid, but at least I want to look at it a different way. And so as I was praying about this and coming up with the homily today, I realized in the way that Jesus mentions the threats to the house. The rains fell, the floods came, and then the winds battered the house. And it struck me that maybe you thought of this, but if you didn't, then it might be an inspiration of the Holy Spirit, that these things all are symbols of the Holy Spirit. In some way, shape, or form, they are. The rains, a number of times in the Old Testament, They are the symbol of God's spirit. Psalm 72, verse 6. May he be like the rain that falls on the mown grass, like showers that water the earth. There are other places, too, that you can see rain as that symbol of the spirit descending on the earth. But then you also can then focus on the floods. This is very obvious. A symbol of baptism, the springs of living water that come from Christ's side to renew the church and, of course, the winds, the tongues of fire that sweep down at Pentecost. So if this is the case, then my argument is that even though your house is built on rock, the Lord is going to tear it down. Through the gift of the Spirit it will be torn down that your life together is going to be a process as you let the spirit into your marriage and believe me they're going to let the spirit into the marriage (laughs) things are going to change they're not going to be as you expect them today and we could ask any married couple in here who've been married and they realize that what they thought their life would be like on the day of their marriage didn't always end up that way. Whether it be for your own life or your own vision of holiness, well, this is the type of saint that we're going to be as individuals. Even though it's built on Christ, the Spirit is still going to come and knock that down what your marriage is going to be like, how that's going to live, what it's going to look like five years, ten years, twenty years in the future, it is going to be a lot different. And most essentially, your own idea of who God is, of who the Spirit is, of who Jesus is, and how the Trinity works in your life and in your marriage. Expect as you allow the Spirit to move, these things to be torn down and there is going to be though a lot of hope unlike what we hear in the gospel today that they were left in ruins this process of the spirit for a house built on rock the house is not left on ruins there are going to be challenges there are going to be struggles but there's going to be a constant process of rebuilding of rebuilding in the spirit, of rebuilding in Christ, and that's where, as I was praying here, right on that front pew last night, it struck me. The rebuilding of the house. Who is the perfect person who gives you the example of how to do that? It's our good friend St. Joseph, who's sitting there, right there, looking down on you, whose feast we would normally celebrate tomorrow. And if you haven't seen it, Lily painted this beautiful image of St. Joseph. And I knew it was something that they desired to have their wedding so close to the solemnity of the patron saint of the church. That it's going to be, yes, St. Joseph's involvement in your marriage, but I think more than that, the spirit that Joseph gives us to show that when the spirit does become to move, whenever that house is torn down, how to adapt? And so it made me think of Pope Francis' letter that he put out in December of 2020, Patris Corde, the heart of the Father, where he goes down the list of certain traits that St. Joseph has and what the church can learn from those traits and how we can adapt them in our own lives. And there were three that really stood out that I think is whenever the challenge comes, whenever the spirit blows in a way that you did not expect that St. Joseph gives us the path forward, not only for your life, but for all of us. So the first thing that Pope Francis mentions is that Joseph is a tender and loving father. Tender and loving father, because in your own marriage, as much as there are going to be joys and strengths and gifts, you're going to recognize your own frailty, and your own weakness but the fact that even through it god will still continue to work and so saint joseph helps us to look at ourselves and others particularly our spouses with great tenderness and with great mercy that even through the struggles that you have as individuals and learning to communicate and life together and when the children come and when things get stressful and when you fail, that the Lord is still there. When the house falls down, there's no reason to despair. The Lord looks at you with tenderness and mercy and He will look and encourage you to look at each other because the reality is, in the Holy Family, Whenever something went wrong, it was always Joseph's fault. (laughs) Was it Jesus' fault? Was it Mary's fault? Nikki, I'm not saying it's always going to be your fault, but. (laughs) You got to do what St. Joseph had to do, both of you, to be able to let the Lord steer and let Him take control. The second thing and probably the most important one is that pope francis says that joseph is an accepting father And when that house begins to fall down and it looks bad but we know the spirit is working there are going to be things that you simply don't understand well what's going on here why is the lord permitting this lord what are you trying to do And like Joseph, you're going to have to set aside your ideas of of how you think things should work, how marriage is really going to be lived out, and to be able to still pressing forward without fully understanding or without a full explanation. That's what happens whenever the Spirit comes, we've got to be able to realize that St. Joseph never tried to understand or ask the Lord for an explanation why he's got to pack up and move his family, why these crazy dreams keep happening. But he had to accept. And so we set aside the disappointment and the way that things don't work out as planned and the way the spirit moves in your life and to be able to, as Pope Francis says, confront reality with St. Joseph. And then third and finally, he says that St. Joseph is a father who exhibits creative courage. Indeed, we're going to see problems. There are going to be things that break. But he says that we've got to be able to see these problems like Joseph and turn them into possibilities. God's not going to abandon you, just like he doesn't abandon his church, but sometimes he's not going to be there to explain it to us and calls us to find solutions for ourselves. Then Joseph said, oh, there's no room at the inn. I've got to be able to figure out a place for Mary to be able to have her child. Imagine all the decisions that had to happen on the way to Egypt while they were there and then back. Joseph took the courage and found solutions. And as a couple working together, loving together and living together, you are going to find solutions when the rains come and the floods batter, and the winds come and blow down the house. But here's the reality. In conclusion, the Holy Spirit is not there to tear down your house to leave it in ruins. Not at all. So why does the rain come? Why do the floods come? Why do the winds come? Because if you do not tear down the house, you can't rebuild it there can be no renewal this is often how the spirit renews not necessarily from the inside in a transformation but from tearing old structures down and rebuilding this is the power of metanoia of a constant conversion a constant rearranging the way that we look at the world we look at our marriage and we look at ourselves and of course the Lord wants to break it down for one reason so he can make it bigger, so he can make it larger, an ever-increasing capacity in your hearts, an ever-increasing capacity in your marriage for each other, from all the people the Lord has given you and will continue to give you to have that welcoming place. But most importantly, the Holy Spirit tears down the house to rebuild so that you can, in your hearts, and in your marriage, have a larger home, a larger space for his presence. Amen.